The only thing that kept me alive was the fact that I knew Jesus loved me in this encounter, and I hung on to the to that encounter and the fact that he had told me that I, I would have my kids. Well, never forget the but then. In April of 2000, and um, April 27th, exactly, 2013, uh, early that morning, the interior of my prison hut was engulfed with uh, the supernatural splendor of, of El Shaddai and the acts of Yahweh and I guess self-manifestation were made known to me. There was a trumpet blast that blasted in my inner man and my body became numb and shook to this deep sounding horn for about five to 10 seconds. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund and today I'm honored to welcome in studio, Jack Allen Hoke. Jack, how are you today? I'm doing fine, Taylor. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming to the studio today. So I know that you are the, you're the founder of Book of Life Ministry, right? Yes, sir. All right. Can you explain a little bit about what your ministry is, what it does? Sure. Um, the Book of Life Ministry was founded in 2015, falls under the covering of the Apostolic Network of Global Awakening, which is a missional network of churches and ministries united to advance the kingdom of God. Okay, great. So then, can you uh, can you briefly share a little bit of your own testimony? Because I know you have a really cool story. Well, I have, uh, I do. Um, first of all, I was born and raised in the sweetest place on earth, and that would be downtown Hershey, Pennsylvania. Um, I grew up in the United Methodist Church and uh, really didn't know much about the Holy Spirit or the gifts of the Spirit. And... Um, so it wasn't long until I found myself living in the ways of the world. Uh, by the age of 13, I had turned to drugs and alcohol and uh, really started to run with a bad crowd. And by the age of 19, I had been arrested for kidnapping and criminal conspiracy in a 50-pound uh, weed deal that went south. Wow. So, then, so how, did, uh, how did your life turn around then? Well, by the age of 25, I knew that I needed something or someone to change me but it wasn't until I was 38 uh, that I that I had my encounter with the risen Christ okay so t so tell me about that encounter then well um, during that time frame I started to hear about Jesus and Alcoholics Anonymous and uh, so I started to seek after a relationship with him I um, actually was tent camping with my daughters in a place called Camp Hebron in uh, the mountains of Pennsylvania. And uh, it was in the middle of July in 1996 um, when I noticed to my left side and slightly beneath the trees a brilliantly bright light, white light. Hmm. Similar to, uh, similar to Saul on the Road to Damascus or that sort of thing or... Well, I would think so. It uh, it certainly uh, paralleled the scriptures in Acts chapter nine. There, uh, one of the things I thought was, "What is the sun doing underneath the trees?" <laughs> and then I thought, "What's the sun doing over in that direction?" You know, as an avid outdoorsman, I instinctively knew my direction, and this encounter was right around lunchtime, so I knew that the the sun was high in the sky. Okay, so then tell, so tell me more about this experience then. Well, I 
decided to square off to the risen Christ when uh, I was immediately overtaken by a super bright white elongated oval-shaped light. Hmm. I stood still. I froze in place. I wanted to get closer, Taylor, but I dropped to the forest floor on my knees. The intensity of love and peace I felt oozed into the very nature of my soul. All of a sudden, Taylor, circles or hoops of light broke off of the risen Christ and they hit me. It was a total of three rings of light and the intensity of Christ's love filled my being. The more rings of light that hit me, the greater intensity of love I felt. I actually thought I was going to die. Um, and so while on my knees, I just raised my arms and I screamed as loud as I could, stop, you're killing me. Um, immediately, the, this bright white light, the risen Christ, ascended up through the trees and disappeared. My voice shook with the certainty of death because... My daughters came out of um, Powell's Creek. I was preparing to take them fishing, so they were catching crayfish. My oldest daughter, Lindsay, she was seven. She said, Dad, what happened? I heard you yell. My youngest daughter, Abby, she was about two and a half years old. She came up and tapped me on the leg and said, Daddy, did you swallow a light bulb? And then my middle daughter, Carly, who was four, and both Lindsay said, Daddy, what happened to you? You're glowing. And well, actually, I had no grid for what took place. I was a brand new Christian, so um, I had no idea what, what had happened to me. I, I knew it was supernatural. I uh, actually thought it was an angel, to be honest with you. But I started to study the scriptures, and I found out that uh, uh, it was the risen Christ. And um you know, having been a professional sinner and now standing in the presence and love and holiness of the risen Christ certainly confirmed my human frailty. I mean, my only words were, stop, you're killing me. So then how do you go from the encounter like that to founding the Book of Life ministry? Well, sir, that was a long process because... Uh, Somewhat like Saul, or actually somewhat like Paul in Second um, Corinthians chapter 12 in verse, I think it is 7, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. And for the next 15 years, I was gripped by the power of the Holy Spirit and actually taken to the brink of the grave. Um, I had... Uh, suffered, uh, a, uh, was involved in a few car accidents, some high-speed rear-end car collisions, and had gone through multiple spine surgeries and had my hips replaced and eventually got uh, addicted to pain medication. And um, in 2012, I changed the quantity of a prescription, which uh, then I received an invitation to the Pennsylvania State Prison. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I will tell you that in December 2012, like I said, I was taken to the brink of the grave. I, I wrote my own obituary and paid for my own funeral and actually gave it to my friend, Pastor Sean, at Christ Community Church and asking him to officiate the services. 
I, uh, I had lost hope. The only thing that kept me alive was the fact that I knew Jesus loved me and this encounter, and I hung on to, the, to that encounter and the fact that he had told me that I, I would have my kids. And so uh, in January of 2013, I ended up in the Pennsylvania State Prison. So then what happens? Well, never forget the but then. In April of 2000, and um, April 27th, exactly, 2013, uh, early that morning, the interior of my prison hut was engulfed with uh, the supernatural splendor of, of El Shaddai and the acts of Yahweh and, I guess, self-manifestation were made known to me. There was a trumpet blast that blasted in my inner man and my body became numb and shook to this deep-sounding horn for about five to ten seconds. I tried to take my numb, somewhat desensitized body back to my cot when I noticed that the room was foggy. It seemed as though there was a thick mist in the room. I made my way to my bed, and I laid down when all of a sudden breath entered into me. My lungs expanded and my chest enlarged to the point I thought my ribs were going to crack. I immediately said, Father, what happened? And he said, he spoke to scripture, Ezekiel 37, 5, and it was audible. And so I looked it up and it says, thus says the Lord, I would cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. And, um, Immediately thereafter, I was caught up into the spirit and I went to the futuristic event of the great white judgment throne. And I saw the horrible scene that awaits the unredeemed, unsaved sinner. Um, And it was quite uh, astonishing. So then after that experience, how did that how did that lead you to starting the ministry? Well, um, in June of 2013, while walking inside the state prison, I had started to get the revelation of what took place. Um, and on that morning, the cloud cover was low and it was lightning off at a distance. And I said to myself, Father, you've given me a message for all mankind. Lightning won't strike me. And I walked perhaps 30 yards when all of a sudden a lightning bolt came down out of the sky and struck oh about 30 feet from where I was standing and so that began the process I knew I had been delinquent and that the Holy Spirit had put an urgency in me to get this message out to the lost and to the hurting and those who were deceived um So I spent the next two years, actually two years and three months, studying and writing about the encounter that I had with the risen Christ and something that we didn't talk about. But in in April of 2008, I went into a trance and I actually went into the futuristic event of the Lake of Fire. I also experienced the tribulation and anguish of Hades in that encounter. And to my listeners and all those that are dabbling with sin, I would say, please do not consider any sacrifice or any cost too great to escape this extremely troubling place known as hell's lake of fire where 
what I experienced was a tribulation and anguish that the human language is inadequate to describe. So then if people want to be able to read more about these experiences from you or find out about your ministry and what you're doing, where can they go for that? Well, first of all, in um, the April edition of Charisma Magazine, there will be a full-page ad directing you to a link that you can listen, you can download the encounter that I had with the risen Christ, which I guarantee you, you will receive an impartation and a revelation of just how deep and encompassing his love really is for you. Um, you can also go to www.tbol.life and also on the Charisma page, there'll be a link that will connect you to uh, the other two encounters, which would be witnessing the lake of fire and undergoing the great white judgment throne. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate talking with you and hearing your experiences. You're quite welcome. All right. Would you mind closing us with a word of prayer? I would not. Thank you. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that every voice that hears this message today would come in to the revelation of just how deep and how encompassing Christ's love is for them. I pray, Father, for deep revelations of and understandings of just how encompassing your love is. Your love is like a mighty rushing river. And Father, I just bless each person here, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You've been listening to Jack Allen Hoke on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. Prepare to experience an uplifting summer getaway like no other. Filled with inspiration and empowerment, Woman Thou Art Loosed and Manpower at MegaFest are back in Dallas, Texas from June 28th to July 1st, 2017. These two symposiums are packed with encouragement, motivation, and insight that will refresh you and revolutionize your life. If you're looking for uplifting words for the soul and thought-provoking seminars that will embolden you for the future, receive all of this and more at Woman Thou Art Loosed and Manpower at MegaFest 2017. With all this and more, it's no wonder that MegaFest is primed to be the best family vacation experience of 2017. So save some cash and register yourself and your entire family today at www.mega-fest.com. That's www.mega-fest.com. Or call 1-800-BISHOP-2. MegaFest. It's more than a festival. It's an experience. And now, back to our show. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.